Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. An Erio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. The Aftermath. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this episode of The Aftermath. Today we have a very important episode with fact checker Chris and producer Amanda. Um, And I just want to let everyone know that next week we are going to be talking to a Lincoln assassination guest expert. But for today, we've got important things to talk about. Hi, Chris. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Rebecca. Oh, hey, Rebecca. Hi, Alarmy. Did you... Did you feel like weird because I introduced you differently today? You kind of lumped us together. I felt a little bit of my identity slip slip away there. <laughs> it's like yeah. you were. Let, it's just sort of like you opened up the screen door and uh, just let both of the dogs in. Come on in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> my worst fear is uh, overlapping dialogue. So oh. but I think we handled it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, there was a bit of a standoff for a second there. We we can we can talk about. If you that want, I can redo want. it. No, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> no. We're in the house now. We're ready to alarm people. <laughs> yeah. Um, how has everyone's uh, week been? Have Have we been alarmed this week? It's been mm. a weird week. It is. I mean, and it's, and it's not over yet, right? When this comes out, it's only Thursday, so there's still a couple days left of this week, and yeah. Well, something that, you know, Amanda brought to my attention was that 
this particular week in history is a little scary. It's a little scary, right, Amanda? Yeah, it's disaster week. So, like, we couldn't believe it when, uh, because sometimes I'll Google, like, we'll try to hit episodes on their anniversaries, you know, just because why not, even though I don't, they always seem to pass us by. And then I'm like, oh, crap, it was the Titanic anniversary or something. But I was Googling, (laughs) like, what was going on in April. And then the date of April 15th just kept popping up. And I was like, this is so weird. And so I looked a little bit more into it. And apparently the week of April 15th has had like 15 intense global disasters throughout history happen on it. And people are speculating that it's cursed. (laughs) I wonder if any listeners out there are celebrating a a birthday because. (laughs) So wait, you're saying it's. it's We're not talking about you. It's not you guys. So are you guys, are you saying, Amanda, that people shouldn't beware the Ides of March, but they should beware the Ides of April? I mean, I'm not saying that, but yes, that is what history seems to be telling us. Mm, yeah, you, you, the, the rumor is not always, doesn't really align with the facts sometimes. Mm. 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 Rebecca, Investigative. why don't you read us through the, the disa- all the disasters that have happened this week? Because people are probably rolling their eyes saying, this sounds crazy, but wait till yeah, you hear this list. Not. So... Starting off, April 15, Abraham Lincoln is assassinated in 1865. We just covered it. We know this. Mm. But let me remind you about a, a little well-known disaster that we covered first. The Titanic sinking on April 15, 1912. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> um. So, okay, that's a biggie. Oh, and it turns out another one we've covered unknowingly, uh, you, you know, the, unknowing that it was part of Disaster Week, Hillsborough Disaster. That happened on April 15, 1989. Oh, wow. I mean, these are biggies. These are big uh, biggies. Some, some others we haven't covered, like the Boston Marathon. Sorry, if you hear any jingles, those are my dogs, and they're <laughs> alarmed by disaster week. <laughs> That's why they're all over the place this week. Dogs sense that. Um, April 15, uh, 2013, Boston Marathon. Wow. Mm. Uh, the Virginia Tech Massacre. Mm. That happened on April 16, 2006. Uh, I'm sorry, 2007. Um. We've had there. There was a uh, fertilizer, a West fertilizer company storage um, in West Texas, uh, just north of Waco. That um, uh, fifteen people were killed, and more than a hundred and sixteen, a uh, hundred and sixty were injured. There was an explosion of uh, ammonium nitrate. Mm. Um, that was April seventeen, two thousand thirteen. Not that long ago. Um, Ruby Ridge, which we've talked about, and we're we keep saying that we're going to cover. Yeah, we got to have to cover. We this. have to do all all these ones that we haven't done. We should do. Yeah, yeah. That was April 18, nineteen ninety two. Um, th- uh, there's a uh, oh oh hello Waco April nineteen. That that happened in uh, Waco. Crazy. The David Koresh uh, tragedy or, or the, um, the cult massacre. 
Oklahoma City bombing, April 19, 1995. This is getting I mean, weird, right? Is everyone out there going like, okay, she's still going. This is kind of strange. It's freaking me out. Um, well, this one is, this one on the list is Adolf Hitler is born on April 20th, 1889. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, bad day. Uh, th- and I just want to point out that this is from DaytonaDailyNews.com. Now, <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we're all laughing. Uh, but there was another article I found that, you know, stated the same uh, disaster week tragedies, and that was the Florida Times. <laughs> well, let's, now like, I do understand. Getting their, at least they, like, they check their dates, right? It's not like these dates are wrong, so. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I get it. Some people are like, <laughs> Florida news sources. <laughs> I'm from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. I could say that. I could say that. Um, no, no, but they're, they're dates, you know, uh, Ludlow massacre. Haven't heard that was on April 20th, 1914. It says here it was an attack by the Colorado national guard and Colorado fuel and iron company camp guards on a tent colony of 1,200 striking coal miners and their families at Ludlow, Colorado, 39 people, including women and 11 children were killed. I mean, and wow. uh, John D. Rockefeller Jr. was the chief mine owner. We should cover um, it when it. We, yeah, we, we should kind cover of that. Know who's to blame there, and probably <laughs> Johnny Boy. <laughs> Chris, don't jump to conclusions. Um, sadly, uh, Columbine, April twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever do mm-hmm. Columbine? It would be really interesting. It would be. I. I, I get. I'm really spooked by the mass shootings. Yeah. I, it's really close to home. I, it's one of my big fears. Yeah. Um, and I mean, maybe eventually we should cover it. We, we've done so many topics that I'm always like, this is, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be able to cover, but maybe we'll work ourselves up for it one day. Yeah, maybe next year around this time we'll cover Columbine because that one would just be so fascinating getting into the psychology because at the time there were a lot of things people were blaming that I'm sure would be fascinating to dive into like video games yeah. and types right. of music and all that. Yeah, like yeah. The, the trench coats. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the John Space Center shooting. It was an incident of uh, hostage taking that occurred April 20th in 2007 at uh, in the Communication and Tracking Development Depar- uh, de- uh, Laboratory at the Lyndon B. Johnson Space Center in Houston. Um, yeah, so that that was another tragedy that happened. And the Deepwater Horizon, that's a big one. If you guys remember, it's a... a, a, a a drilling rig explosion. Oh, and th- that's a big Deep biggie. Water, yeah, uh, it killed eleven people, and it caused this rig to sink. And there was a massive oil spill oh. in the Gulf of uh, Mexico. We haven't done. I want to say it's one of the biggest in a while. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done. <laughs> There's so sadly there are so many of them. <laughs> um, that was April twenty second, twenty ten. Not that long ago. Mm-mm. I mean, some of these are very recent, sadly. Is that all, or are there more? That's all I have on this list. There were 14. See, this is, I I think there's something going on here. What do you all think? It creeps me out. 
It really does, because it's like, what what's in the cards here? Like, is it spring fever? Well, why don't we you know? do a quick alarmist round where we each put an idea up on the board and then we can maybe send something to jail for disaster week? Yeah, le- process of, elim- of elimination. It's tried and true, man. Okay, I'll put it in the chat. So, okay, spring fever. Now, what do you mean by that? I just mean like, you know, we've all... <laughs> I don't know if this really applies, but like, you know, it's the winter, people are cold, they're indoors, all of a sudden the the weather is changing and it just like kind of, I don't know if it just makes people go wilder or they, they've just been caged up for too long and mm. they get out there. I don't know. It's interesting because I have noticed that my cat has spring fever right now. And so she's, it, it started the minute there was a bird chirping. So we're having a a beautiful spring right now in Los Angeles because we had a little rain and now everything's blooming. There's so many birds and animals and squirrels just running around. And my cat has just been, I hate to use this word, but she's hysterical. Every morning at 6 a.m., She's just, honestly, it's like 5.30. She's just running around the house like crazy. She's yowling. Um, It's just, it's really intense. And so I do think there is something that happens with spring fever that can probably affect humans too, whether it's allergies, you know, maybe you have a little brain fog going on and you're not making good decisions, Um, or there is just something in the air during spring yeah what do you think chris well i mean i i just look at my own behavior i've recently <laughs> bought three new types of shoes um <laughs> that's that chris's is, spring it fever. is really um, but it, if you know me you know that's really not like me i do not buy shoes in sort of clusters mm. like this what i'll usually do is i'll find myself in a tj maxx um you'll be off uh concentrating in in the sort of cosmetic (laughs) section and I'll sort of meander over to the shoe section, sort of think to myself, you know what, it's been a couple of years since I bought some new running shoes and and then I'll buy them. And that's usually how I'll get my sneakers. But I've been online on eBay, okay, and I've bought a pair of white sneakers, a pair of black leather Reebok sneakers, and I just bought, and get this, Amanda, Mexican horache sandals. Oh, Do you know what these are? I think I know. Are they the kind of slide-ons? Yeah. I've and f- woven, yes. like leather yes. woven. Now, I'm not spending a lot. These are, I, I've spent at most, you know, $50 on a pair of sneakers. We're being consumer conscious since we, well, uh, our we, DACA episode. That's true. That's true. And so I'm buying it all on eBay. I don't know how con- conscious <laughs> I don't that know is. about that, Chris. But, um, but anyway, you know, this is just behavior that I'm not used to seeing out of myself. So maybe there is something to the spring fever thing. We should could do a whole mm-hmm. episode on your shoe purchases. We should <laughs> add that. Email the Florida Times or whatever and have them add Chris's shoe splurge to their list. Three shoes. <laughs> I, I, my finger hovered over to uh, uh, ask. Uh, I go on OfferUp, too, oh, yeah. to find used, mm. used shoes. Yeah. And there are these Lacoste leather uh, uh, high tops that this guy is selling. And they do not look new. They look used. You know, it's like they say <laughs> yeah. normal wear or like used, you know? Yeah. And like never in my wildest dreams would I buy, think about buying used sneakers to that, to this degree of used but for some reason, I was like, damn, those are nice. And like, they seem all right. They seem like they have some more gas in the tank. So mm, I was thinking about buying them, but 
I don't know. I, 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 I was able to resist to the spring fever in that case. Yeah, yeah. I think you want to stick to lightly used when it comes to shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I must say that I, I have a, a difficult shoe size because my feet are small. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get whatever I can find <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Now, but I am a little alarmed at this sort of pattern yeah. of behavior on my part. Yeah, mm. something's off, right? Yeah. So what, what about you, Amanda? Okay, so I have something to put on the board. Yeah, okay. And this... Oh, right, that's what we're doing. Yeah, but that's okay. I think we'll just like get a couple things up there and then we can deliberate. But this is one that doesn't really speak globally to the global disasters, but it definitely could t- uh, justify what's going on in, our, in America, which is tax day. Ah, yeah. that's a really solid... Solid choice to that put up on the board. One. That is a really good. I one. mean, people are high stress. It's 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 a difficult, sensitive time, and you're you're at the hands of your accountant's availability. There's so so such loss of control or something. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. I I think you're right. It, it taxes represent a something some power greater that you are beholden to. And uh, that does make people feel loss of control. Yeah, you're either in a scramble or you've already filed your taxes and you're waiting to see if you might get a refund and maybe that will influence your summer travel plans. So maybe anger, it could bring up a lot of anger about the system. Yeah, I'll put it on the board. As we heard with John, John, our guest last week on the Lincoln episode, um, I mean, I I cut out a lot of his rant about the man. <laughs> Maybe like I cut out almost all of it, but I did leave a taste of it in. And that sort of rage, I think, can surface during tax week. And he was certainly feeling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have one. Maybe we can put up yes. on the board. The light at the end of the tunnel syndrome, Ooh, right? Okay. okay. So like what you were saying before, we've been cooped up in the winter and then also and then this goes especially for ch- kids and uh college students and teachers summer is on the horizon mm. right and so we all get that feeling of excitement mm. the the endorphins are going and they're like we're almost out and i think when people feel like they're almost out they sort of let go a little bit of their inhibitions it's of like their senioritis sort of restraint. yeah it's senioritis. <laughs> senioritis okay i'll put senioritis on the board too yeah that's a better way of putting it that's great i like both of them yeah it's like you stop caring right you just let loose and you you know let your like you were saying your inhibitions go wild you're just like i did it you're like i did it but you haven't done it yet but you're like, I pretty much did. Yeah, you're like, what, what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Exactly. This amount of time off, and it's like, well, yeah. I just thought of another one that we can also put up on the board. It usually falls around this time, and it kind of explains maybe why the disasters are around this time, but not the exact date. Mm. Easter? Oh, interesting. Mm. You know, Easter is a a very, uh, I guess, it's a violent. You know, we we know it as like bunnies and eggs, mm. right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but when you get to the bottom of Easter and you really find out what it is all about, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's a uh, a per, it's a persecution. <laughs> it's you know, yeah. Um, you know, there's a and it, and it's not just like a uh, someone who was. Uh, it, it's it's just very violent. Mm-hmm. It's also mm-hmm. like you know Jesus rises from the dead so there's this sense of eternal life and maybe in some ways invincibility that Uh people kind of are taking on that's that's interesting that that, you know that's another uh one that they left off the list i guess because like (laughs) <laughs> we don't really have a lot of evidence. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have something else to put on too, and I think Rebecca, you're going to like this one. Mm-hmm. Daylight okay. savings time. Yes, because <laughs> when does that happen? And I know that hasn't Spring been around. Forward. That hasn't been around forever, but it could justify some of the more recent domestic ones. Well, that happens kind of mar- in March. Okay. That's closer to the Ides of March. I know this because our wedding anniversary, the day after our wedding was daylight, landed on daylight savings time. Oh, yeah. So we had one hour less of sleep after going to sleep and, at like 6 a.m. Oh no, and then we, we had to catch a flight we went to for seven. our honeymoon. Oh and we had to get out of the God. hotel room at 11. <laughs> and, and we didn't have like a late checkout. <laughs> That was rough. I mean, that was rough. that's really fun. <laughs> so I think that happens around early March. But there's something about the days wa- getting longer. Yes. You feel like it, it kind of ties into senioritis. It's like you feel like you have more time. So you get you get greedy. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's like six o'clock rolls around and you're like, I still I still have daylight to do more. Well, it is interesting because, you know, uh, not to, I'm doing the opposite of what the Alarmist podcast is meant to do, but it could be a combination of all these things. Because if you think about all the tragedies, some of them were, uh, you know, clearly uh, done by people sort of like uh, with bad intentions or whatever. But then some of them were just random kind of, you know, these explosions or, um, what have you. So, or the oil spill, you know, th- yeah. th- those are sort of, I mean, I, I, we would have to take a deeper look, deeper dive into those each oh. and find out who's to blame. But, you know, it just seems like a lo- all these things could be conspiring to, mm. uh, together. Oh, I, I'm just cross reference referencing with the, uh, Flor- it's actually Florida today.com, not Florida times, <laughs> um, article. And the San Francisco earthquake, another one, April 18, 1906. Earthquake, wow. So even the, even the even planet the- Earth gets senioritis. <laughs> even the plate tectonics get spring fever. I think so. So should, the, uh, should yeah. we go through this list and then see if we can narrow in on one? Let's do it, Amanda. Okay, so we have here spring fever, tax day, senioritis, Easter, and daylight savings time. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have stress and anxiety we carry around as we go about our everyday life. At The Alarmist, we know it's always better to say it out loud and talk it through. Whenever I stress about the sinking of the Titanic, I don't sit with those thoughts in a dark room. I turn on the lights and dive right into it. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and work through what's really going on. Maybe you can't stop spiraling or catastrophizing. I started therapy over 10 years ago and never looked back. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Heck, we sometimes change our minds and rethink the verdict at The Alarmist. And that's also okay when it comes to therapists. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Alarmist today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash alarmist. Okay. I'm thinking about like, because there's a couple of them that we've done, so we know more about. So I'm trying to think of like the Hillsborough disaster, the Titanic, and Lincoln. Um, could yeah. could Can you- spring fever have caused the Titanic to hit the ice? Kind of. Kind of. They, like it could have caused, <laughs> also senioritis could have caused them to not have the binoculars. And also senioritis, like in that they, they wanted to get to the finish line faster. Mm. Mm. Interesting. You got, you got greedy at the end. Um, probably not daylight savings time, though. I don't think like daylight savings time would have caused something like the Waco siege, the end of the Waco siege. Yeah. Or um, perhaps an earthquake, the San Francisco earthquake. Yeah. And a tax day, I think, can go because tax day is not the same all over the world. 
That's right. <laughs> right. And it came later. It did it come later. It came later. Okay. So what do we have so left? So basically it's spring fever, senioritis, and Easter. And I think Easter we can take off because it's really just a Christian. It's not even on other people's radar. That's true. It's pretty yep. limited too. Let's do that. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning... I, I understand senioritis because it's like you want to get to the summer. It, 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 they're both like kind of spring fevery. Yeah. But it's it's getting to the finish line. I, I, I think I kind of want to go with senioritis. I like spring yeah. fever. It, it encompasses a, a little bit more, but senioritis makes more sense to me because it's more about like getting over it. It's like you just want to finish. You want to get there. Well, as the person who put senioritis up on the board, I might reward myself with the new pair of shoes. It goes in my direction. I like senioritis. You know, the only one maybe it's a stretch forward would be things like the earthquake. Um, but but even then, I mean, the, uh, yeah, that one might be a stretch. We'll have to learn more about that earthquake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get to the bottom of that. What was going on behind that? The Notre Dame Cathedral fire. That's that happened right. April 15th. That's oh, wow. right. That's a really recent one. Yeah. Was that senioritis? It might have been because <laughs> I think, uh, well, we'll have to do that as an episode, actually. That would be a really interesting episode. But yeah. Okay. What do we think? Um, I think I'll call it. I think I'm just going to call it. This they're is just they're sort too of, similar. And this is just sort of, we're not putting senioritis in jail per se. We're just putting them in a... Uh, in like, a box? I mean, because th- this is just sort of a ceremonial kind of... Uh, uh, this isn't official, right? Because we, we haven't cross-checked this with the facility. If they, We're not sure if they have the capacity and they're really not expecting to put somebody in jail today. Oh, right, because and also this this one didn't have music or sound effects. Maybe we make right. this a tradition, and every year this week we retry um, disaster <laughs> week. And so, that's good. Yeah, so because as we go, we'll have done more of these disasters, so we'll have more of an idea. But yeah, for now, maybe you just give senioritis the finger wag. Okay, that yeah. sounds good. And she maybe shake some pollen at it. <laughs> just sort of like <laughs> okay, senioritis. You're getting the finger wag. <laughs> and uh, if someone could do like a mouth sound effect for that, because I won't put anything in. That's like from Jurassic Park, right? That's perfect. That's right. Yeah. That's great. Okay. okay good job. We, good job. We 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 figured out disaster week. <laughs> uh, we have some emails. We have more emails. Wow. Um, I'll read a few here. This is from Julie, and Julie says, Hello, I wanted to weigh in on what is, was to blame for the events in, uh, in Carrie. I think ultimately the cycle of abuse is to blame. Mm. Carrie was abused by her mother, who was also probably abused, and then went on to abuse her classmates. Bullying is another form of abuse, and her bully... And her bullies were all also most likely abused, like Billy hitting Chris. It is well known that victims of abuse are more likely to become abusers themselves. Poor Carrie was just trapped in this horrible cycle of abuse. Just something to think about. Thanks for making the show. Big fan. Julie. 
Nice, good, well put, Julie. I thought that was very convincing. Yeah, yeah. We circled this idea, and I think we we basically touched on it, but we didn't get it up on the board. So that's a great point, right? So, do, does it change our our verdict? I mean, we had we we essentially sent the mom, I believe, to the. Let me confirm. Gym. Or did I don't think we sent I the mom? Do that no, I don't think so. I think we religious sent abuse. Religious, religious abuse. abuse. Okay, so instead of the cycle of abuse. Yeah, it sort of encapsulated what was going on with the mom as well, and it was sort of a broader term. I mean, there was so much religious imagery in that movie; it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so. yeah. So, but but I I think Julie makes a really good point, and so definitely something to think about. I I don't think this changes our verdict, but um, it sort of gets gets folded into yeah the verdict a little yeah. Bit. I mean, probably would have folded it into yeah. yeah. Now, here's another listener who wrote in, and they said, Hi, Alarmist Crew. I just started your podcast about a month ago, and I can't believe I'm late to the super amazing party because it's a combo of all my favorite things, podcast, comedy, and history. (laughs) Plus, like Rebecca, I have a lot of anxiety, so I feel very seen by you all. (laughs) Um, Do you have any plans to go back and cover Megxit again? with the new information that came out during the Oprah interview. It was really wild for me to listen to the episode recorded more than a year ago, right after the Oprah interview, because so many things you guys wondered about in the episode were answered in the interview. Thanks so much for the podcast and the countless hours of entertainment. Hannah. Um, interesting. Yeah, we should, we should touch on that. Now, do you remember who we sent to jail? I think we maybe sent the royal family yes i think we did and and we 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 really did touch on that whole like racism uh unspoken that unspoken racism that must have been happening in the family and i do remember going really hard at the fact that the family didn't really stand up to her Mm -hmm. and didn't stand by her side Um, and as we saw in the oprah interview that's essentially what Megan and Harry have been are now saying. And they're kind of pulling out specific examples of both the royal family not standing up for them and sort of trying to like, uh, you know, just sort of condescendingly be like, it's OK, it happens to everyone, not acknowledge that there is a racial element. And also, you know, they didn't go into details on this, but there's some alleged racism coming directly from the royal family. That's yeah, right. So I mean, they they said it wasn't from the the Queen and um, uh, Philip, who just actually recently died, uh, Prince Philip. Um, but it's someone in the family, and there's a lot of speculation as to who it would oh. be. I mean, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I mean, who? I wouldn't want to point finger. A lot of people are saying Charles. Who knows? Oh, who knows? Interesting. Some people are saying Prince William. It doesn't feel like it would come from William and Kate just because what you know they're younger and it just seems like such an antiquated. I know right. who knows. Yeah. Who knows? I I don't. My know. favorite part of that interview was when they insinuated that Kate was jealous of Megan <laughs> for her performance on the Australia tour. And they like wouldn't point, they wouldn't say it out loud, but they were basically like, yes, you know, Megan was so effervescent and everyone was calling her. She was just like Princess Diana that, you know, not everyone was happy about that. And it was such shade. I got to say, I'm glad Megan 
ended up marrying Harry. It really shakes things up over there. She's provided (laughs) such great splashy headlines and i i i i'm sorry for, for to her for you know any time type of abuse she's suffered yeah, it's, it, it's not obviously what the ideal situation but um it does make for some 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 really good gossip it's 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 well, it's well, good fodder she she definitely shook things up she perhaps saved harry from a family he might have wanted to set some boundaries. You know, in a way, it really, it, it looks like uh, Harry, I don't know. It, it just reflects to me what it looks like is uh, someone in a family who went to some therapy and decided to, um, you know, set some boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> and was like, I'm going to move away. And then the family is like, uh, doesn't know what to do with these new boundaries. Mm-hmm. And is flailing and eventually they're going to settle and they're going to like the boundaries. They're going to be like, you know what? It's nice to have a house in Santa Barbara where we can go visit Harry uh, on the West coast. (laughs) Eventually they're going to really like it. I hope so. But yeah, I think uh, if we did indeed send the Royal family to jail, um, I feel like between the Royal family and the tabloids, like we kind of nailed it. And especially now that they're kind of saying that the royal family, in a way, puppeteers the tabloids and has a little bit more agency hosting True. parties for them uh, than maybe we realized. And mm. perhaps this could even, this new information might have even influenced our Diana episode. Mm. Good point. It's true. Well, you know, it's a perfect time to revisit this episode. Um, our Mexit episode. Let us know if we uh, should be altering any of our, you know, decisions uh, regarding what to put up on the board and who we sent to the alarmist. Yeah, jail. let me just confirm who we who we sent. Um, while while you do the next email, I'll just confirm that we did send. Just keep in mind that it just co- it's an extra added cost if we have to exhume Philip's body <laughs> now that he passed away. That that's that's just it's logistics. It's not a big deal, but you know we would have to get the guys together. We can and always figure out crunch, how to do it in the, the alarmist. Jail. Yeah, it's just expensive, is all I'm saying. Yeah, you know, that's you know, true. We operate on a budget and. Um, Chris is, uh, for someone who, who's bought three pairs of shoes within the last week, he's very concerned well, with we the alarmist the, budget did, all we, of a sudden. We have gotten those tips from ACAST, and uh, I do get my very small percentage of the <laughs> revenue. Your shoe budget. And so, yeah, Your shoe budget, yeah. shoe budget. Um, so this is actually a listener uh, via Instagram, and it's, well, one listener wrote in and said, I don't know, but C-word is Sue-word, not (laughs) (laughs) C-word. That's fair. And I had to say, there were some jokes made about your pronunciation of of that in the episode that hit the cutting room floor. (laughs) Oh, there were? Yeah, those got cut. (laughs) So, I mean, okay, I'm sorry. It's Sue-word. so sewered. Noted. 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 Yes. What did you say? So sewered me? So sewered me. Okay. <laughs> now, that was from, that was from at L-E-S-A-D 93. And this other comment is from at Thogmore. And they wrote in and said, not to be a downer, but I have to debunk the McSorley story. Lincoln didn't drink. 
Apparently, uh, this is uh, referring to Gabrus saying that Lincoln got drunk at McSorley's, a a tavern. Um, And did did Lincoln drink or not? I I find it hard to believe that anyone in that time period didn't drink. But perhaps. Um, Then uh, at Thogmore says... it. It has to be John Ford who owned the theater. Mm. This is all regarding our latest uh, Lincoln assassination episode. The morning of the play, he ran into Booth at the National Post Office, who was there. Uh, who he who Lincoln was there checking his mail. Not Booth Lincoln. I'm sorry, yeah. Booth. When they bumped into each other, Ford bragged to Booth the president was attending his theater that night. Had Ford not boasted, Booth would ha- wouldn't have had sufficient time to plan the assassination. Interesting. Now, why do I have find it hard to believe that that's the only reason the morning of the assassination that Booth knew? Because this seems like it had been kind of planned out. But well, no, it, it is true that he found out that morning. Oh, okay. That is true that he was going to be there. But my my issue with this is. It was. It came out in the paper too, mm. and that was something that I guess was common. The newspaper would say when the president was going to the theater because I'm assuming that the theater wanted that information out because ticket sales would go up because people would want to go to the theater on the same night to maybe catch a glimpse of the president. Interesting. I see. So yeah. So maybe we should have been a little bit. We never even brought up John Ford, so we could have put him on the board yeah. for sure. He also, uh, okay, so actually this is again from at Thogmore, and they say, and one more thing, Robert was supposed to be in attendance of the play that night. This is uh, Robert Lincoln he's referring to. Uh, He was supposed to be at the play that night that his father was shot as he was Grant's personal secretary. He later contended he may have been able to potentially stop Booth had Grant's wife not insisted they get a head start on their planned travel. As a reminder, Booth waited behind Lincoln in the box undetected for more than 90 seconds as he waited for Henry Hawk to be alone on stage and deliver his funny line. So maybe also Julia Grant. Mm. I have a hard time putting Julia Grant. It's like she just wanted, she just didn't want to go to the theater that night. Yeah. And Um, also this guy, is it Robert saying that he thinks he could have stopped Booth? I mean, maybe, maybe not. That's what I think. It's like that. Who knows? But it's fun to hear about all these little stories, you know, all these people sort of coming out and in a way making Lincoln's assassination about their own experience, which still, you know, is just a natural human response when something like this happens. It's just it really flushes out the world. It's interesting. It's so true. It's like everyone's always like, I was supposed to be on that, you know, you know, roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we should do a roller coaster coming off the tracks. Like a theme. We should do a theme park disaster. Oh, we should do the one that Chris used to go to when he was a kid. <laughs> that like got oh, shut down. Have we ever done action action pa- park? Action park. Yeah. yeah. We should. Uh, we can do that. That's a really good one, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's ve- terribly sad. By very, the way, very, the very internet sad. is giving me mixed signals on whether or not Lincoln drank. Um, <laughs> some people say that he did. It's sort of a contentious issue because at the time there was a voting block that was, you know, uh, 
anti-alcohol yeah. voting bloc. So he had to sort of pander to them a bit, and he sort of had them on his side. But at the same time, he also um, he ran this what was essentially a saloon when he was younger, and they served liquor there. There's also reports of him being uh, a doctor giving him a prescription to drink lager beer. Well, that's how you would get alcohol back in those right, days. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, or women, too. So there's a... there. It's I'm not sure, but but per the McSorley's thing, I, I just don't know if that's we true don't know. or not. We don't know. Not enough evidence. Well, I just don't have the time, and the I gave the rest of the guys in the in the research department the, the day <laughs> off because they were getting all spring fevery on me running around, and they weren't getting a lot of work done, so mm. I gave those guys Are you talking about off, your dogs? So. Are they our research assistants? <laughs> Talking about my dogs in my shoes. Just the whole, I gave everybody, <laughs> I put them all out. All the guys, all the, all guys. the guys. And I, I love how you th- think our research department is just a bunch of and guys. shoes, that's really scary. I can also mm-hmm. confirm that we did send the royal family to jail for the Megxit episode. And this was pre-Big Slap. So no, uh, I don't believe anyone got slapped. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Good to know. So I feel good about that verdict mm-hmm. now. Really I good. I do too. Um, so... How are we doing with reviews heading towards our 100th episode, Amanda? Yeah, good question. So as we've mentioned, we are on a um, mission to get 100 reviews by our 100th episode. So if someone can, let me see, um, bring, bring out their phone calculator. I'll have you do a little math to see how we're doing on this. Or if someone can maybe do this in their head. I can't. Not me, but I'll get my calculator. I'm I'm a trained fact checker, so I can definitely do it in my head. Okay, so, okay, so we are currently at. Let me look for real here. I need to get exact numbers on this. Um, Okay, so right now on Apple, we are at thirteen thirty-one, one thousand three hundred and thirty-one ratings. So, and when we started the call for review just two days ago, we were at 1,326 ratings. So if you can subtract that. That's five. That's five. Okay, that's five. (laughs) And then how, we got a couple of emails with people screenshotting their reviews because they're rating abroad and we don't see those on our end. So how many, right. I think that was two. Okay, so that's seven. So seven. That's not bad because if we can get 10 new reviews a week, we'll make our goal. Oh. Is that how that works? Because we it's we're this is episode ninety, and then in yeah. ten weeks we'll be at episode one hundred. No, no, because we have two episodes a week, but so we don't we really count have... those. Those aren't those. We don't oh. count. We don't count the aftermaths. Oh wow! So we're way, we've done way more. We've than only done like two hundred episodes. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, so yeah, that if if we're going by that, then yes, we all we need is ten a week, but. Well, that feels low. Couldn't we do more? I think we could do more. I don't want to get greedy. I think it's like, this is what I'm afraid of, that everyone is going to, is going to, I just don't want it to peter out. So if you, you need to review right now. And if you think like, okay, she's not talking to me, I'm talking to you. So if you're one of those people who, (laughs) what I call joy listens with, without rating and reviewing, you got to get on that. You know, you got to get on that phone and and even just like we're not even asking for a review like in text if you're not comfortable writing that. But I mean, why wouldn't you be? I'm just saying click that five star, baby. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you might get the big the finger whack. <laughs> finger whack. You might get the finger whack. whack. I mean, you could get a whack. I meant to say whack. Maybe you get a whack. You get a whack if you come close enough. The finger whack is uh-uh-uh. And then the finger whack 
is ah, ah. <laughs> you need side effects don't you for this yeah episode. yeah that's a, no one wants that that last one's really scary. no one wants that no don't and there will be no joy listening on our show <laughs> Why do you call that joy? Well, I don't know why I just thought of it like a joy ride. It's like you're getting something for free, (laughs) you know? It's like if you're going to listen, you got to pony up. Put your, yeah, pony up (laughs) that review. (laughs) Um, Okay, that sounds good to me. I I, honestly, what I would love is to reach, you know, 1,500, 1,500 reviews. I don't see why we couldn't. By our 100. I mean, it just looks so nice. So let's just do it, guys. Yeah. Come on. We can do it. Okay. So we've done all of our, our work for the day. We've covered all of our bases. And everyone, you know, tune in next week because we're covering a, a very topical tragedy or, or disaster. We're, we're going to be talking about the ship that got stuck on the Suez Canal. And then our next week's aftermath episode is going to be a lesson in the, the Lincoln assassination. We've got um, a really great guest expert lined up. So you're not going to want to miss that. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.